Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. I'm your host, Bola Halabi. This is episode 30 of the Winner's Ways podcast. And on today's show, we'll be talking about financial wellness checkup. Uh, Quick point about this episode. I'm assuming that you are working and you are earning some form of income uh, because we cannot really talk about financial wellness without actually being in a position to earn money. So if somehow you are currently out of job, uh, I'll say you should check episode 25 and 26 of this podcast. On episode 25, I talked about how to create a resume because that is starting point of getting a job. And uh, on episode 26, I spoke about how to prepare and uh, pass your interview. So I'm not in any way implying that you should or you can only earn your income as an employee. Far from it. I love entrepreneurship. I'm an entrepreneur myself. But the only thing is that I know that there are more people working as employee than actual business owners. And I think it's far easier to apply for jobs uh, than to create one. So that's why I'm saying if you are not working and you are looking for a job, check out episode 25 and 26 of my podcast. Anyway, let me not keep you uh, waiting further. Because today's show is all about keeping fit financially. So let's dive in to episode 30 of the Winner's Ways podcast. Uh, When we talk about uh, financial fitness, I'm sure uh, many of you are curious, what is financial wellness or fitness as the case may be? And I have a simple definition for financial wellness, and it's all about your overall financial health. So it measures what you own compared with what you owe. So if you are negative on on the financial wellness scale, then it means you owe more than you own. Basically, you may be in debt. If you want to win financially, then you need to get out of debt. You will need this particular episode. You will find it uh, beneficial because I'm doing uh, this to help you to get your financial house in order. And I'm going to use a simple analogy about uh, keeping fit physically. If you want to keep fit physically, you need some form of regular exercise coupled with uh, making good nutritional choices. Part of your exercise uh, routine may include going to the gym 
or taking a brisk walk or maybe jogging or running, lifting weights, controlling your diet, whatever you can do to lose weight to burn calorie. That's what you are going to do in order to keep fit physically. Just like you need regular exercise to keep fit physically, you also need some financial fitness checkup for you to be on top of your money game and make sure that you are in control of your money and you are moving towards your financial goal. All over the world, millions of people work hard to earn their money. But most people do not have the financial acumen, the financial knowledge required to take control of their money and make their money work for them. They do not know how to plan and save money. They do not know how to invest so that they will get decent or uh, great return as the case may be. So on today's show, I'll be going over five quick tips that you need to know that will help you to keep fit financially. It's all about your financial wellness, my friends. So number one thing that you need to do is to become a money manager. Now, becoming a money manager, I do not mean this in the literal sense. Well, that means I'm not saying you should go to Wall Street or join an investment bank and start working in the bank. No. What I mean is that just as you manage your physical shape, by ensuring that you get phys- uh, regular exercise and eating the right food, you also need to manage your finances by budgeting, by uh, planning your money. You should know all your income and your expenses. You should try and track your expenses on a month-to-month basis. I, I started a project uh, about three months ago where I I tracked all my expenses to the last cent. Uh, The result of what I found was the impetus for this uh, episode. Uh, I started budgeting actively. I've been using my budget uh, for some time, but I became really proactive and determining what I want to spend my money on versus what I do not want to spend my money on. So budgeting will help you to take control of your money and ensure that you are spending your money in uh, such a way to that will help you to achieve your financial goal. I recently wrote an ebook on how to create a budget. So if you don't have it yet, just go to my website, www.winnersways.com to get your copy. Regular budgeting is actually the first step in money management. And uh, in this ebook, I explain how to categorize all your expenses. Uh, they are essentials. Those are things that you must have. Of course, you must uh, eat. So your feeding uh, expenses should be there. You must pay your rent. So housing uh, budget should be there. You close yourself and you pay your bills. These are essentials. You must do them on a month-to-month basis. You must also save some money that you must uh, have a budget for saving and put some money aside uh, for the rainy day. Uh, and this is the money that you that you will use to build your wealth uh, in future. 
And there is uh, also other categories that I call uh, the moments, which includes some money that you set aside for yourself to create some fun and enjoy life. Yeah, you work hard, so you deserve to enjoy your money. Um, so number one, become a money manager. Number two, avoid debt like a plague. Now let's check out these statistics. In the United States alone, we have $1.3 trillion outstanding auto loan. We have over $800 billion credit card loan. We have over $1.5 trillion student loan. And we have over $9 trillion in outstanding home mortgage loan. This is huge debt. People perpetuate in debt by paying high interest rates on these loans. So if you have a credit card debt and paying something like 18%, it will be extremely difficult for you to build wealth if you don't get out of that credit card debt quickly. By going into debt, you are making other people richer and making yourself poorer because you are paying them interest rates on those debts. And according to the Federal Reserve, the outstanding consumer debt exceeded the $4 trillion mark for the first time in February 2019. And this debt is setting many people back in the game of life. So... To become financially fit, you need to get rid of debt and avoid debt. Debt steals from your future. And to have a financially sound future, you need to get rid of such debt as credit card debt, auto loan, payday loan, or any form of consumer debt. Even your own mortgage, you should try and pay it off as fast as you can. And then you'll put yourself in a position to actually build wealth. So number two, get out of debt and avoid debt like a plague. I have a four-step plan that will help you to uh, get out of debt and build your fortune. So I call it four steps to fortune. And the first step is save $1,000 for emergency that's if anything happens along the line, you have this money uh, somewhere saved that you can go to and tap and take care of your emergency. Uh, for example, your tire blowout, something breaks down in your house. So this emergency fund is necessary to take care of unknown events, unplanned events. So save $1,000. Number two, pay off all your debt. I like the snowball approach to paying off debt, and uh, that means you list your debt from smallest to largest, and you start eating them and paying them off, starting from the least uh, amount, until you completely pay off all your debt. After paying off your debt, the next step is you need to build a three-month reserve fund. This three-month reserve fund, the purpose is that maybe you lose your job sometimes in future or something happened, you couldn't go to work. 
this three month reserve fund will be able to take care of your household needs for those three months so that you have you can develop a plan or get back and find another job so build a three months uh, reserve fund and finally after you've built your three months reserve fund you can start investing massively and build wealth. And uh, going by what uh, financial experts recommend, you should aim to save about 15% of your income uh, so that you can put this in investments. There are various forms of investment vehicle that you can use. Uh, go to my website, www.winnersways.com. You'll find uh, articles that, I've, that I wrote about how to invest your money. I, I title it Active versus Passive Income. So yeah, let's, um, that's it. Four steps to fortune. Save $1,000 in emergency fund. Pay off all your debt. Build a reserve fund that will take care of your household expenses for three months and invest 15% of your income uh, in a good form of investment. It may be real estate or it may be the stock market. (laughs) Number three, you need to right-size your income. That means are you earning the appropriate income for your household? For example, for a family of five, if you are earning like $15,000, is that sufficient to take care of your family? These are questions you need to ask yourself. The right size or the right amount of income varies from one family to another. So I will not have any particular recommendation on this. But you should know if your money, the amount that you are earning, is sufficient to take care of your personal and family needs. There are many people that struggle financially just because they are not earning enough uh, money to take care of their basic needs. So many people desire more in life, but they are stuck with the low paying jobs, which actually make it more difficult for them to achieve financial wellness. Most people have given up. They got stuck with this uh, low paying job because they truly do not know how to find their way around. And of course, uh, the major contributing factor is the ash economy situation all over the world. There are countries that have as high as 30% or even 50% unemployment rate. I think we in the United States are among the lucky bunch because uh, the unemployment rate in this country is currently at historic low. It's about uh, 3.9%. So in countries where they have high unemployment rate, 30%, how can people find jobs? People want to work, but there are no jobs. So what can they do? Honestly, I wish I could have something specific I wish these countries have responsive and responsible people in government that will take care of their citizens. But what I can say is that they need to be persistent and they need to persevere and never give up. And they should think creatively. You do not have to be an employee. Can you think outside the box? 
Can you create a job? Can you start something that you can sell to other people? Can you make a product? Can you start a service that people will pay for? Please think creatively. Now, back to my audience in the United States. The unemployment rate, like I said, is very low. So if you are in a low-paying job and you are not earning enough money to take care of your family needs, you need to consider a change. You need to get a job with a living wage so that you can take care of yourself and your family. For example, if you know that an income of $75,000 will be sufficient for you to live your life to your desired standard, and maybe you currently make $40,000, you will struggle to balance your budget. The easy thing for you to do is to find another job that will pay you as high as you desire. Most people, what they do is to cut back. And there's so much you can cut. You can cut your home. Well, maybe you can reduce the, the size of your home. Uh, you can regulate your, body, uh, your bill. But at the end of the day, the best thing is for you to get another job. Another job that will pay you at the rate that you desire. And if you are among the lucky few, if you are on an income level of uh, $100,000 and maybe your current home needs is about $50,000, that means you have an excess of $50,000 in income. That means you have an extra $50,000. With this, you can quickly achieve your financial goals with careful planning. So no one can achieve financial fitness by accident. You must be able to set specific goals and you must determine the right level of income that will help you to fulfill that goal. Number four, contentment is important. In the world where everyone wants to keep up with the Joneses, you want to be like your neighbor, like your colleague in the office. You want to ride the same car that day. They drive, you want to use the latest uh, phone that Apple or Samsung rolled out. You want to live in the most expensive neighborhood. Yeah, but can you afford it? I like Susie Oman's show, Can You Afford It? I think any, everyone should ask themselves that question before making any large purchase or any purchase for that matter. Can you afford it? If you cannot afford it, then you shouldn't get it. You shouldn't buy an item just because someone else bought it. For example, if you go to the gym, if you have a pop, uh, a goal of building your muscle, you will not just copy someone that is just there to perform aerobics. Your goal is to build muscle and you know what you need to do. By lifting weight, you will achieve that goal. You will not just copy someone else. So why copy people when it comes to our financial uh, life? So please, avoid copying others. Let contentment be your watchword. Be contented with what you have so that you can live a peaceful life. Contentment is about setting your own goal, singing and dancing to your own tune. 
and not getting derailed by your next door melodious rock and roll. So focus, focus, focus on what is important to you and do not be swayed by other people in your financial journey. Number five, the last but not the least, you should make money your slave. When you go to the gym, you burn calories while expanding your energy by using the gym equipment. You run on the treadmill, you lift weights, or even by just doing press-up, you are expanding energy. The more energy you use up, the more the calories you burn and the healthier you get. The reverse is the case when we consider financial fitness. Working longer hours or working harder will not necessarily make you more money. The most hardworking people are not always the wealthiest. But if you can learn how to work smarter and make your money work for you, then you'll be able to put yourself in a position to earn more money without putting further effort. That that is how the rich get richer. They make money their slave. They deploy their money into businesses, into investments, so that their money will work for them. So now is the time for you to deploy your money. In step two, I spoke about avoiding debt and I gave you the four steps to fortune. The fourth step is to put 15% of your income into some good investments. So now that you've saved your money, the next step is to put the money that you've saved into profitable investment that will continue to provide good returns to you year in, year out, rain or shine, so that you are making money whether you are sleeping or you are fully awake. So to join the elite club of the rich, you should find ways to generate your passive income from multiple income streams. It is often said that an average wealthy person has more than five income streams. I think everyone should build their income streams and there are various forms of investment that you can put your money into that will help you to create passive income and generate multiple income streams. And that's it. To become financially fit, you need five steps. The first one is you become a money manager, manage your money properly, use budget to map, to plan your money. The second one is to avoid debt like a plague. Don't go into debt. If you are already in debt, work hard to get out of that debt. Number three, right size your income. Are you earning the right income that will take care of yourself and your family? If this is not the case, you should check out and find another job that will be able, that will be sufficient to take care of your needs. Number four, you should be contented with what you have. Don't just buy things because your next donor bought them. Don't change your phones each time Apple rolls out a new one. And number five, the last but not the least, you should find ways to make your money your slave. And how do you make your money your slave? By investing your money in a good 
form of investments so that you will be able to generate passive income as long as you still have your money in that investment. And that's where I end today. To all my friends and listeners out there, I want you to know that information that I share on my show are what I have done that has worked for me or something that I'm currently doing. When it comes to financial uh, freedom, I am still on the journey as well. I have not reached my financial goal yet, but I am seeing results and I'm grateful to God. I'm proud of the progress that I've made and... uh, I hope you will join this journey and become financially fit so that someday soon you will also achieve your financial freedom. You know what I do at Winners Ways? We are on a crusade to create more winners. We want you to succeed in your career and personal finance. Please subscribe to my podcast and also leave us a review on iTunes so that more people will know about this show. Thank you for joining me today. Till next week again, this is Bola Halabi. Now, go in. This episode of Winner's Ways Podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.